This is Westfair Business Buzz from Westfair Communications, publisher of the Fairfield County Business Journal. Here's your host, Phil Hall. Welcome to Westfair Business Buzz. I'm Phil Hall, Senior Enterprise Editor with the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journal. And today I am privileged to have as my guest Helen Horiza. She is the author of Elevate Your Career, Live a Life You're Truly Proud of. Helen, thank you so much for being a guest on today's program. My pleasure. Now, the title of the book really struck me, Elevate Your Career, Live a Life You're Proudly True, You're, you're Truly Proud of. Where did that come from and what does that mean? Well, um, Elevate Your Career actually was a, a, a website domain that I secured in 2002. So do the math. Um, that's a long time that I've been uh, very attached to this concept. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a rich concept that it's, Elevate is large. In other words, it might be sideways, it might be up, it might be enriched or creative. So it allows for a lot of different possibilities, uh, not a traditional approach to career. And I think live a life you're truly proud of suggests that your career is a whole lot more than just a job. It, it's your self-esteem, it's your finances, it's, it's huge. Well, I had received a, a press release from you, which began with a very intriguing question. Why do so many people stay in unrewarding careers? Indeed, why do many people stay in unrewarding careers? Because it's, it's pretty terrifying, actually, to put yourself at risk. And there's so much to lose. I hate to say that because people who are listening are like, yeah, there's a lot to lose. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think we look at um, the obstacles that we face, possible failure, money, cost, time. Uh, people have obligations and responsibilities. And so um, a lot of people don't actually pursue something that would make them really happy. When does it occur to most people that they are on the wrong career path? Is it a question of emotions or money or both? Or are there other aspects that drive the consideration? There's some critical crossroads that um, many people experience. There's something called the quarter life crisis. And so uh, many, many people make it to just about 25 years old and start realizing this is not the way they want their life to be. So that's a very, very critical and common. And I really want to shout out to people in their 20s because they're trying to figure out their relationships. They're trying to live on their own. They're trying to take responsibility for their lives. And they're trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives. And, and they're old enough at this point that they're not just doing what other people are doing. So that's one. But then at any age, it can creep into your head that you just can't stand this anymore, whatever this is. Um, you know, and then sometimes there's a pandemic or something like that, and it just kicks your, your career right out the window. I would imagine that uh, the pandemic would have uh, frightened a lot of people into staying with their careers because so many of us have either lost our jobs or been furloughed or seen our hours cut. Yeah, it had a different reaction, Phil, to different people. Um, for some people, they just held on for dear life and were willing to settle with whatever they could get. Well, some people don't have choices. You know, they, they work in a meat packing plant and they risk getting sick because they have so many bills to pay. But there is also a percentage of the population who had maybe some extended unemployment benefits or they finally stopped running around in their little rat race of a life 
And they started thinking, I don't really know if this is the life I wanted to lead. I don't know if this is what I want to do anymore. So um, I, I think it's pretty difficult to, to generalize how the pandemic affected people. I think um, we're more resilient than we give ourselves credit for. A bunch of people have started their own businesses and done some really neat things. Is it ever too late for somebody to consider changing careers or elevating their careers? I'm thinking people maybe who would be in their uh, mid fifties or even their early sixties and retirement uh, seems to be just around the corner. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I mean, I think the only um, full stop issue is if you've lost your health. Um, but thank goodness most of us are doing quite well in our fifties and sixties and seventies and even eighties these days. And research indicates that you've got a whole bunch, a bunch of life skills that you can apply to that career change at that age. So you know how to manage your time. You're not uh, chasing after shiny things quite as much. And uh, a lot of people do a beautiful job of making a career change at, in 50, 60, 70 years old. Your book also includes something called the Elevations Career Assessment. What is that? It's a career assessment that I invented about uh, over the last two decades, about 50,000 people have taken the assessment. And it's not a test, and no test will tell you what you should do with your life. The question is far too complex for that. But um, Elevations is a self-discovery process that helps you clarify what your values are, the skills that you enjoy, the areas of interest that are holding you at this moment, and then your temperament. So it's like a four, four-legged stool, if you will, um, that gives you a tremendous amount of information about who you are at this moment and how that fits into the world of work. You also have something uh, that you opened called the Career Coach Entrepreneur Academy. What is that all about? Well, that's all about teaching, providing um, a certificate program for people who want to become career coaches. And I've been a career coach for over 30 years. And I've built this assessment and I've got a YouTube channel and I've got this book. I'm like, okay, now it's time for me to share what I know about career coaching, which I think, at least for me, and I think for a lot of other people is an incredible um, profession. Is this something that a person has to do for themselves or is it possible for somebody who's concerned about their spouse or their friend or their colleague uh, getting into a doldrum or worse and would like to see them do better with their lives. So um, I'm not sure. Can we coach our friends and family? Is that what you're asking me? That is correct. Okay. Yes and no. <laughs> Are they in the mood to be coached? Um, it, you know, I think friends and family can be life changing. I don't think you have to pay someone necessarily to um, have a phenomenal um, connection and ability to, to reevaluate your life. Um, but um, especially a spouse, if they're in the doldrums and they're, they're feeling responsible for the loss of financial security in your family, and now you want to add, you're going to sort of try to coach them through it, um, that can, um, can put more stress on the relationship in the first, than you had in the first place. So um, I think there's times when friends and family are the right solution. I think there's also times when you, you throw a check on the counter and say, honey, call a coach. Uh, can you give some uh, case study examples of the work you've done to help people elevate their careers? Oh, well, 
let's talk about some of the stories in the book since that, those are the easy ones because I've, li- I've virtually have helped thousands of people over the course of, the, of those years. Um, one of the most memorable, um, because I guess it was sort of com- comedic and it turned out so well, this guy was about young 30s, um, raising kids, married, happily married, and he was um, working at a law firm, flunking the bar exam. He had flunked the bar exam in California, I think three or four times before he came to see me. And um, I asked him, I said, well, what do you enjoy? And he, he told me later that that question was so stupid and simple that he was ready to walk out of my office. But he answered me and he said, well, I like luxury, I like luxury cars, you know, Jaguars, you know, BMWs, et cetera. In fact, I make way more money going and buying cars at the auction for the lawyers than I do working as a paralegal. And so, you know, it didn't take a rocket scientist to say, well, why don't you just do that? And of course, you know, um, there's there's a a list of really good reasons why people don't do things like that. What is the prestige in being a car salesman? What, What, how much money did you lose when you went to law school? You know, he had really good reasons, but to make a long story short, this guy had a lot of guts. He talked it over with his wife. He negotiated a loan with his father and he started a small boutique uh, luxury motor um, dealership in Sacramento, California. And uh, it was, I'll never forget Mario. He's just, um, he's a star. That's anymore. Well, that's great. He's still running that luxury dealership, I assume. You know what? I don't think so. And that's, that's a good question to ask because that story comes from about 25 years ago. And most people just don't stay with anything that long anymore these days. Well, that's interesting because, I mean, from my own experience, I've been uh, in the media field for about 35 years. So I guess I might be the exception to the rule. Yeah, I think to some extent, um, if I can be so bold as to say we, we were raised in time when um, we stayed with things more. But on the other hand, I found career development and career coaching uh, to be sustainable and I can do it in a lot of different ways. And I imagine over 30 years, you're doing things differently now than you did them, you know, in the past. So we get inherent variety out of our occupation. Is Mario still digging and doing something with luxury motor cars? I suspect he is. Is he still running that little, you know, that little shop down on J street? I doubt he is. So um, sometimes we make total changes and go completely different directions. And then a lot of us kind of stay on the same road, but we get a different car. Hmm. Have you been getting a lot of inquiries during this pandemic period? I have. Um, yeah, I, um, I get uh, people who have read my book and want to talk to me. Um, I, I get people who have um, known me for years coming back now. Um, I can think of three people who have called me recently and said, you know, I worked with you X number of years ago. I'm ready to make a change. So, um, yeah. And then there's people who have reached out to me that absolutely cannot afford um, to pay. And I just talk to them because um, that's my version of community service. Excellent. Well, your book, of course, is Elevate Your Career, Live a Life You're Truly Proud Of. Uh, Helen Horizon, if people wanted to continue this conversation with you, how could they get in touch with you? The easy way is HelenHoriza.com. So if you, can, if you can make your way through my last name, uh, you'll be able to find me. 
The last name, of course, is H-O-R-Y-Z-A. And Helen Horizon, thank you so much for being a guest on today's Westfair Business Buzz. My pleasure. Thank you. And I'm Phil Hall, Senior Enterprise Editor with the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journal. We'll be back next week. Have yourselves a good one. Join us again for Westfair Business Buzz.